This is Miranda Ryman, Senior Associate Editor with the Angus Journal, with a January 20th, 2022 update from the AJ Daily. Today's update contains a Fed Cattle Market update, comments from the National Farmers Union, and RCAF USA on the hearing convened yesterday by the House Judiciary Committee Antitrust Subcommittee about the U.S. food supply, and a report on hay stocks. CAB Insider Market Update, adapted from a release by Paul Dykstra, Certified Angus Beef. Following a generally positive performance in late December, the Fed cattle market has kicked off January with challenges. The Omicron variant is pressuring packing plant efficiency through increased worker absence, resulting in much smaller slaughter totals so far this month. Potentially surprising to some, the six-day weekly average steer price was $1 to $2 per hundredweight lower last week to average 136.61 per hundredweight. Given the drastically reduced slaughter totals, intuition suggests that market could have been even lower. That's not a recommendation for lower values, but a logical train of thought. On the other hand, carcass cutout values have moved in the opposite direction, firmly higher since the first of the year. To read more, go to cabcattle.com and select CAB Insider from the News tab. House Judiciary Committee Addresses Effects of Concentration on U.S. Food Supply Adapted from a release by Lindsay Metzger, National Farmers Union. On January 19th, the House Judiciary Committee Antitrust Subcommittee convened a hearing on addressing the effects of economic concentration on America's food supply. Testimony submitted by National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue documented extreme corporate concentration in America's farm and food system and discussed steps he said must be taken to ensure a more resilient food supply for consumers and a competitive marketplace for family farmers and ranchers. LaRue said, A small handful of dominant firms control the market for most farm inputs, processing, food manufacturing, wholesale distribution, food service, and retail grocery. These very large firms in the middle of the supply chain wield immense market power. As companies have gotten larger and competition has declined, anti-competitive conduct by dominant firms has received insufficient scrutiny. For more information, go to nfu.org. RCAF USA submits testimony to House Judiciary Subcommittee, asks for stopgap measure, adapted from a release by RCAF USA. RCAF USA CEO Bill Bullard submitted written testimony for the January 19th hearing convened by the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on the Judiciary Subcommittee on Antitrust. The news release says he asked Congress to implement a stopgap measure to preserve what is left of the U.S. cattle industry. Bullard said the U.S. cattle industry is fast losing its critical competitive infrastructure, its participants, its feedlots, and its cowherd, which have all been reduced during the past few decades. He stated his group's concern that Congress has not yet signaled its intent to make needed structural reforms to a market that has persistently returned non-competitive prices to producers, prices that did not return the cost of production to U.S. cattle producers. To read more, go to rcafusa.com. December 1 Hay Stocks, adapted from a release by Len Steiner, Steiner Consulting Group. December 1 Hay Stocks were released last week and painted a bleak outlook for hay buyers. Nationally, hay stocks were down 6%, according to the USDA National Agricultural Statistics Service report, but severe declines were seen throughout most of the West and Southeast. The Northern Plains was hit particularly hard, with Montana, South Dakota, and North Dakota all seeing 40% or more drops from last year. California, Oregon, Utah, Arizona, and Wyoming were also deep in the red. 
December 1 is an important indicator of available hay supplies heading into the winter quarter. A tough winter tends to lead to more hay fed out during those months. To read the full report, go to dailylivestockreport.com. The AJ Daily is compiled by Paige Nelson, field editor for the Angus Journal. For more news, visit angusjournal.net.